to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all our podcast listeners out there. This is your host, Brother David, in the house again, along with Pastor John Matthews. How we doing, sir? Ready with it. Ready with it. Ready with it. <laughs> we had some powerful word going on this morning. We pray that you were able to take advantage of it. If not, definitely jump on the YouTube website at newpministries.org via YouTube. Check it out there and listen to uh, what was brought forth from uh, Pastor Stephen Berthelow, as well as Pastor John Matthews. Uh, with that, we just want to go ahead and open up in prayer. Uh, so let's go ahead and just bow our heads. Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, saying thank you, Father, for all that you have given us. Thank you for allowing us to be in one place, one mind, and one accord. Thank you, Father, Lord, for uh, everything that you're about to do into this podcast and those that are listening to this podcast as you give them ears to hear and, and eyes to see what is uh, needed for them in their lives and and you find ways to to bring it to their hearts lord jesus so they can get an understanding and and we pray that whatever the situation may be in their life that they can take to this word and then move forward lord if it's repentance if it's deliverance uh, or if it's healing whatever the situation that you know that's needed for them you're able to do it lord and we praise and thank you for all of that in jesus name amen 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 all right pastor so uh um just want to say we had a great uh, town hall meeting today uh, with seeing a lot of the saints we haven't seen in a while, uh, obviously, because we're still uh, in our current pandemic. Um, and uh, so I, I do want to tell everybody, you know, uh, we, we appreciate everything, the sacrifices that each and every person is making. Uh, it's, it's a tough time. I mean, for everybody, don't think. Uh, by any means or anything that uh, it's easier for one person or the other, everybody's struggling somehow, some way. Uh, but we know that God is able and he's making avenues and he's given us different tools to help reach people. And, and we just pray that you're able to get something out of this. And we know we continue to pray each and every day. Uh, in fact, we have a prayer line in the morning, every morning, uh, 6 a.m. Uh, so you can definitely jump on that and we need prayer, and 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 I think today's lesson is going to be hit on a little bit on that. But uh, what do we got going on for today, sir? A lifetime full of blessings. Mm. A lifetime full of blessings. All right. I, I want to start today by taking a look at Luke chapter two. And we'll start at verse 22, and then uh, we'll read a couple of verses, then skip down to uh, verse uh, 36. But at 22, Luke chapter 2, 22, and when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Now, this is... Uh, Joseph and Mary, this is soon, a few few uh, weeks after Jesus' birth. And they're, they're, they are following the, the Jewish uh, uh, religious 
uh, rights and laws, and they're they're bringing him forth uh, at the temple to present him. And uh, this was the time for both he and and uh, Mary to be be purified, and and uh, they're they're following the ritual. Okay, so is, verse- is this where they typically? Uh- teach uh, like baby dedication or is this where well, they yeah this is kind of where we get that from from what we see here in this this portion and passage of scripture that's a good catch uh verse 23 as it is written in the law of the lord every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the lord a pair of turtle doves or two pigeons so they they came with Jesus, and he, he was the first male child. There will be other brothers and sisters to come after him, but he was the first. And uh, they were just doing everything according to Scripture. And they met two people uh, at this time. Uh, one was uh, Simon. It says, now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simon, And this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Mm. And so uh, he came to the temple at this time and and saw Jesus. But the personal note that I really uh, want to focus in on at this time is Anna. Mm. And it says in verse 36, and there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Femiel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years. Don't miss that. Having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin and then a widow until she was 84. Mm. And she did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and praying night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. Now, David, when we see that Anna was 84 years old. Well, we can even go a little bit further back. You know, the fact that, you know, and and I don't want to open up a can of worms too much, but, you know, the Bible lets us know she was a prophetess. Mm -hmm. So for for people who have trouble for women serving in the ministry. I'm just, uh, hey, I I didn't write this. (laughs) Yeah. We clearly, evidently see what yes. God was doing with this this lady here. Oh yeah, yeah. But but even more so, I want want us to take a look at her age. Yes. It did. I mean, she was a, a young woman, a virgin, and you know, so she had been you know living a, a pretty chaste life. Got a husband, mm-hmm. and and they were. Married for seven years, and then she became a widow. So, and they married in their teens. So, so even if we were to say maybe she married at nineteen, uh, 
and had her husband until she was 26. But now she's 84. So 58 years later as a widow, but but how does she spend her time? Uh. It says that she did not depart from the temple. And she was there worshiping. She was fasting. She was in prayer literally night and day you know but but besides that being in in use of her gift of course being a prophetess but look what it says in verse 38 and 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 coming up at that very hour she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem isn't that amazing that that she was even this far into her life, she was still a, to God. She was still usable and viable, mm-hmm. and, and to all of those that would would know and hear her, she was still a blessing. She she didn't allow the death of her husband to stop what God had placed in her heart. Correct. The, the the she it did not alter her faithfulness it did not alter her usefulness it, it it did not change her from being a blessing all of her life 84 and she's still being mightily used by God now Jesus is coming God didn't didn't use, you know, the, the, the latest young prophet or the latest young prophetess. He used this woman that that had been there and, and had a, a testimony and, and a, a reputation for years. He used her. And, David, I want, want to just encourage too, too many people get this... Um, retirement age thing crossed up they look at their retirement in in the natural and equate well hey well it must be time to retire uh you know in in the church as well well it it actually coincides with what uh pastor bertha was talking about getting the world out of the church correct you know the world says at this age you should be retired you know, taking it easy, blah, 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 blah. And we accept that culture from the world, and then we try to embrace it in the church. Yeah, yeah. Get, get that world, worldly thinking out of the church. That's a great message. When we begin to look not just at Anna, but when we, I mean, let's just, let's just go back to Abraham. Mm-hmm. He, he was a man of God. God called him a prophet. God said that he yes. was a prophet. And God said this when he was way up in age. He was still useful for, for, for God at that time. Moses, yes, his ministry started at 80. Come on now. And he was still on the job for another 40 years. Could have been on there longer if he didn't uh, allow his flesh to get in the way. Correct. I think of uh, Elijah, Elisha, who was sick of the death that he was going to die of, 
yet the king went to him and he was still able to to tell him the word of the Lord. You know, I, I think of uh, the the uh, the prophet uh, might have been Isaiah. Not not sure. Uh, it's in uh, it's in First Kings, but Jeroboam sent his wife uh, to this particular prophet, and he was blind. And and Jeroboam's wife had disguised herself. And he goes, well, why are you, come on in, Jeroboam's wife. Why are you disguising yourself? He, he, he uh, literally, he had a, a, an infirmity. He was actually blind. But God still was able to use him. God, God, God doesn't want us to get this mindset uh, of, well, I'm 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 59, you know, I'm going to slow down and God in just a minute here, you know, and we get this mindset that well, I've done enough for God, now I'm going to live for myself, you know, so I'm retired. I got this time, I got a little money. Now it's my time. But truth be told, David, it's always God's time. Yes. Whether you 8 or 80, it's always God's time. And we, and we got to keep that in mind and, and realize that we could be the best that we've ever been uh, in these last times, even more so than when we were young. Because a lot of times when we were young, you know, we, we were really missing some things. What, what do you think, Pastor, when um, oftentimes you see – uh, older people in the church, um, they're just in the church. And do you think, well, let me ask it this way. Do you think it's because uh, churches are not using them according to their gifts that helps them kind of fall into that lullaby? Or do you feel um, there's a factor of, well, like we were just talking about, uh, you know, I've, I've done this, I've I built this. I prayed for that. I've blah 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 blah. I'm I'm done. I'm tired. I just want to sit back and let somebody else do all the work. I think it's all of those. I think it's both. Well, no. Let me let me fix that. I know it's all of those. It's both the the church culture. Uh, oh, them old people. They just they such a headache, and they they want. I I think that uh, the People, the, the, the people don't keep themselves viable. And then, then the, but the church, the ministry of the church has, has let that happen. If, if, if you look at, excuse me, let's just use the scripture here. As a man thinketh, so is he. So I'm a pastor, right? Uh-huh. So if I start thinking about, older members in the church being less useful, even to the point of almost just being in the way and being useless, I'm going to treat them that way. And then if, if they start receiving how I'm treating them, then guess what will happen? They, they'll start thinking and acting that way. I mean, uh, those that are 
are wise and, and honorable and they they need to be respected. Yes. And even more so, they need to be used. God isn't, why we are uh, putting a, a spiritual or religious retirement label on people that God never does, I don't know. But that happens too often. And, and, and because it's happened so much, it's almost become a cultural norm. In the church. In the church. Forget about yeah. the world. In the church. In the church that you just, okay, it's time for you to start fading off the scene. and uh, That's ridiculous. It, it, look, look at uh, Elijah. When God wanted him to fade off the scene, he sent a chariot down to get him. Yeah. But, but he had just finished doing workshops and seminars with, with young prophets at, at, and had one standing next to him that he was mentoring when God sent somebody, sent the, the chariot down to get him. It, it kind of goes back to what we spoke on last week. Uh, uh, lead by being led. Lead and be led. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the purpose, if you are uh, a mature, both spiritually and naturally, mm -hmm. Uh, your job is to continue to lead and be led still, mm -hmm. but to help others. Yeah. See, your body uh, may may you know slow down a little bit, right? You know, but but your mind should be with all of the wisdom and all the experience and all the knowledge. Your mind should be pretty sharp, and and you should be able to to grab into those experiences. And 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 what you learn from those experiences, and and really be a blessing. It should be a high level of discipline. Uh, That's what this young lady had done. Yes, she had over the years. This, I mean, it, it it pretty plainly says. I mean, it takes to to fast and pray and and to do things in the manner that, that Anna was doing them. It takes great discipline to do that. And that kind of discipline over time, those are seeds that the harvest will come and a blessing will come that will not just bless her, but bless others. Uh -huh. And I'm telling you, it's, it's in what some people think are their last days that, that they have the potential to be their very best and greatest blessing. And, and I want to encourage uh, those that have, uh, quote unquote, been around for a while. It's 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 not time to 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 let your light go out. It, it's time to shine like never before. Amen. It, it, it's it's not time to to find your seat. <laughs> it's time to stand on your feet, and and to be the most, to be the best, to to be to be the most effective, efficient, to. To, to at this time in your life be the greatest blessing to life that you've ever been. Too many young people need need some of the wisdom that you've forgotten by now. Some of the some of the things you've been through, right? And you say, well, they don't want to hear it. Well, you know, you have to to be uh, wise and a little tactful, but they'll listen to you. And they need to listen to you. 
And and let me just tell you, if if you pumping wisdom, uh, folk folk that need wisdom will find you. Yes. Yeah. If if you if you if you got an ear and you can hear from God, people that want to hear from God, they'll come listen to what God is saying through you. We gotta just cut this out. That that uh, you know you got this bell curve in the Lord. You know you you go up and man you hitting it and now you just kind of slide down here. No. Your life is a is to be a blessing. Yes. All of your life. I, I I'm reminded of this this lady that was on her deathbed of uh, a few years back when I was living in Orlando, and uh, she was bedridden, and she knew she was on her way out, but she was a prayer warrior, so she had this prayer line going <laughs> from. From her deathbed, she had this prayer line going every morning. And during the day, she was teaching, and she was doing counseling. She had a full-blown ministry going, and she's laying in her bed. You know, I mean, not able to walk on her way out. Mm-hmm. But she was a blessing until, you know, uh, uh, I'm reminded of a coffee commercial from uh, from many many years ago. You know how uh, the, our products are always trying mm-hmm. to 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 let people know how, just Catch how good phrase. they're catchphrases yeah. that you'll remember. Oh yeah, I need to I need to get that because they say this about that. Uh, I can't. It was either Maxwell, Maxwell House, House or yeah. Folgers. Maxwell House. Might have been Maxwell House. And Maxwell House's slogan was, good to the last drop. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you make a cup of Maxwell House from your, sir, from, as the old folks say, from your first sip to your last swallow, <laughs> this coffee is good to, until the very last drop. I'm trying to say, David, that Christians, because of the Holy Spirit that's alive in us, we're better than than Maxwell House. Oh yeah, we're we're good until we drop. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I was thinking um, a great natural example um, that I think could help people understand their usefulness. Um, going back to basketball, I look at. Bill Russell, Mm -hmm. Uh, 11-time champion, uh, five-time all-star. He's got all the accolades. Mm -hmm. Um, He did all these things while he was playing the game. Mm -hmm. But when he got out of the game, that didn't stop him from still interacting with the organization. Yes. He continued to the point right now where he is the head of all the young NBA players that come into the league mm-hmm. and he counsels and gives them wisdom mm-hmm. on what to expect because the game has changed so much mm-hmm. from when he was playing to now, but yet the wisdom that he still, you know, he's able to provide them oh, yeah. helps them helps these, these new young NBA players either to be successful if they heed to it or if they don't heed to it, obviously uh, shorten their career span within the NBA. 
And he played in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, was a coach for a while. As a matter of fact, his last few years of being a player, he was actually a, a coach at the same time. Yep. Yeah. You know, but, and he's, he's 86 years old now, mm-hmm. and he's still uh, involved with the NBA League. Yeah. So uh, he understands the purpose uh, within him that he must continue. Yes, and so much of of why you see is you know I was a history minor, and the old saying is if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat repeat it. A lot of people repeat things because they didn't know the history to begin with. If they had the older ones there to let them know, then then maybe they don't make the same mistake. Or, or maybe you know they're better able to, to 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 come out of it and to continue because they have someone that that's been through it successfully to help them. You you we have too many people that that can get vicarious wisdom, learning it from others that have been through, but instead they they get it from the school of hard knocks. That's silliness. That should never be like this, but that's what happens when 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 we uh, buy into uh, the uh, this this story, this fairy tale, you know that that we diminish in good. So, what would you say to somebody who's young, up and coming uh, in the church? What would be your advice to them as it relates to um, the? the more seasoned saints. Well, you you need to have uh, relationships with the with the older and the wise. You you, you I mean in, you need to have intentional relationships with them. Mm-hmm. David when uh when I was growing up, my uh my mother worked two and and sometimes three jobs. I mean two full-time jobs where I mean she worked like 10 to 5 uh, during the day and eleven to seven at night, and and it was five days at night, five days during the day, and so and she still had to take care of a family business, buy grocery, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but my grandmother was there to kind of keep the house and watch out for my sister and I. Well. My grandmother was born in 1894. Mm. So so by the time, you know, I came along, I mean, uh, she was well up in age, right? Right. So because my mother was the baby girl out of uh, 11 kids. Okay. Okay. So so here she, she here my mother comes along and, and uh, I think, my grandmother had her in her middle 40s or something like that. Anyway, I spent so much time around my grandmother. And the conversations we had were so rich. Just the experiences that she had had over those decades and decades you know, of years that, that I'd never seen was amazing. And some of it was so funny, though. I remember... Uh, one of one one of the funniest things she ever told me was, 
the first time that they were, you know, in her little county in, in Alabama, that they were told that, that an, you know, they had heard about airplanes, but they had never seen one. So they were told, okay, that an airplane is actually going to fly through our area, and it's, this is the this is where it's going to go over, right? They had been, but they had been listening, and they had heard about this on the radio about the airplane. So she says they all got their horse and buggies and mules, and they all you know went went in, in uh, by the dirt road where they said the plane was going to fly by, and they were all sitting there on the buggies and and on the mules, uh, waiting to see the plane. But because all of them had heard about planes on the radio, somebody asked, well, what's a plane look like? <laughs> they had never even seen, you know, what a plane looked like. Because they don't, I mean, they, they literally used to sit around the radio mm -hmm. on, on Friday and Saturday nights and, you know, listen to the Grand Ole Opera and that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know. What, that was funny, but there were so many other things that she told me uh, about how they made it through, quote-unquote, Hoover times, which we know is the Great Depression, and, uh, you know, how they made it through the, the, you know, with the whole civil rights. There was just, I mean, she was like a, a living encyclopedia. Amen. As a matter of fact, she went so far back as her grandmother uh, was a released slave. So, so she would sit around where her grandmother was cooking and, and talking to her like she was talking to me, and her grandma was telling her about about how slavery was and about what happened when they got set free. And uh, she was literally a, a living encyclopedia. And 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 because of her life experiences, I mean, she had uh, taught school when she was younger and little one room schoolhouse deal. She was just a wealth of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And from that, I learned to appreciate uh, the, the wisdom of the agent. Yes. And so I always uh, am willing to give ear to, to those that have uh, experienced and seen things that I have not seen. Amen. And sometimes, you know, even younger people have, you know, they have mm -hmm. uh, experiences that we don't have and you can gain from them. But, but there's so much that are... Uh, that are treasurable. There's so many things in our older uh, Christians and our older people that that we're just not taking advantage of, yes. and, and we need to change that. Yes, we need to respect. Uh, like the old folks say, respect our elders. No, we need to respect them. We need to use them. Amen. We need to let them know that they're that we still need them. We need to find a place. I was speaking today in in the message about how our gifts and callings are given by grace. And what we need to do is find a place for the grace. Find, if God has, has blessed a person and, and given them this gift or, or, or given them this wisdom, if he's given them that grace to, to have what they have, find a place for it. Yes. Uh, yeah, even if it's working with, because I tell you, sometimes real small children, everybody's grandma and granddad and nana, you know? And and so they can be more, more open than say maybe teens or, right. or, or young adults. But, uh, you know, I, I think the teens and the young adults are missing it if they don't take advantage of it. But whatever door is open, 
our 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 seasoned saints need to to see themselves as good to the last drop. Amen. And if the Lord still has them living and breathing, like Anna, we're still very useful for kingdom business. Uh, Amen. Amen. No, they definitely need to. Uh, we, you know, the one thing that we want to make sure that when that we are using people that are worshiping, fasting, and praying night and day. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you're, you know, in your upper age and you still think you're a teenager, then that's a whole different story. Because mm-hmm. uh, we want to make sure, you know, one, that you got your life right with God. As we stated earlier, Anna demonstrated a life of discipline and servitude towards her Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. If you're of a certain age and and you're struggling because uh, you still think uh, that you can, you know, play both sides of the fence, then you know that's a different conversation. You know, that's that's when you need to be taught by the younger that are serving mm-hmm. so that you can get right before the Lord and that God can use you. But don't ever feel that uh, because of your age uh, that God can't use you because uh, that's the one thing that God will not discriminate. You know, God is a respect of his principles, uh, not a respect of persons, but of his principles. Mm-hmm. If you abide in his word and his word abide in you, you can ask for what you will, uh, and and you will be used continually. And you know, um, when you think of of age, I, I know you know we look at the current status today, but uh, you know when you look in the book of Genesis, you know you have people live living three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, six hundred years. But guess what? That's how the word got passed around, and it stayed with them. For so long, uh, you know, I always wondered about how did Abraham know of God? Uh, because you got to remember, there were other people that were living during the time. You have your uh, your Shem, your Ham, and Japheth, and and Noah. You have these people that were living during that time because they didn't die for a long time, so they were useful. They were profitable, mm-hmm. uh, so that when God did call Abraham. He was able to recognize his voice and step out. Um, well, well, even 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 with the disciples that followed Jesus, let's just take a look at at uh, James and John, or just look at John. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were young young fishermen when Jesus first yeah. met them. Uh, but but John's ministry continued for another sixty years. Yes. Uh, he didn't pass until he was 93, 94 years old. The The revelation that he got was probably written, uh, God, he had that vision and wrote the, the book of Revelation in his early 80s. You know, so he was, he was, he didn't, he, they didn't kill him. So yes, uh, like they did some of the others. So he was still around to be viable and useful for God throughout his life. Amen. 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 I, I just want to encourage our seasoned saints. Don't, 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 please don't uh, look at this as, uh, you know, your downtime or, or you know, 
a fade to black or what have you. No, 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 no. Glow to white. You know, I mean, burn hot as fire. Let's begin to, to see this as a, a new time in your life to go to another level in God. Be encouraged. Look, look up and look forward. You know, you may not move as fast, but keep moving because God has somewhere for you to go and God has something for you to do. Don't, don't, don't do in your mind what God is not doing in his heart towards you. Yes. You, you're good till you drop. You're better than Maxwell House Coffee. Yes. Because God, his spirit is in you and, and people need you. God wants to use you still in a great way. Give him that opportunity. Yield your life. But as a man thinketh, so is he. Mm-hmm. Start thinking, I'm still useful to God. Start thinking, I still have a, person, a purpose in life. Start thinking, uh, this may be the, the, the and I may have never done this in my life, but it, it may be time for me to do it the first time in my life. Let God use you until he decides it's the end. Yes, Lord. So my, my challenge and my encouragement to the young people is seek somebody older to gain that wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Don't let them take it to the grave. And then my encouragement and challenge to the older people is seek somebody young to pass down that wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Amen. And Leave a legacy. Amen. Uh, and, and it's easy to do it with our uh, natural family, but I, I challenge you to get out of your comfort zone and find somebody you may not have that strong relationship with or have no relationship. Build that relationship with that young person. Build that relationship with that older person. And and then watch the hand of God move in both both directions. Amen. So we thank God for the word of God today. Uh, we're going to ask the pastor to go ahead and pray us out at this time. God, I pray that there come a revival among our seasoned saints. Renew, as David said, a right spirit within each and every one. Oh, God, I pray that you would fan the flame of fire to blow uh, blow hot and, and go hot for you. Please, Lord. Uh, everyone is needed. These are, are troubled times. It's time for all hands, young and old, uh, to be on deck. Father, I pray that you will open the eyes as you uh, in, enliven the hearts uh, of those that have been there faithful a long time. Even do something new or fresh, Lord, that will just kindle that fire. But please, Lord, don't don't let anyone think that that their usefulness uh, ends uh, before you call them home. They can still be a blessing during even the latter part of their lifetimes. And I just thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. 
If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms, Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.